welcome to Two Book Minimum, because life's too short to read one book at a time. I'm Monica Fumarolo. If you've turned on the news at all in the past year, you're likely aware that libraries are having a bit of a moment. I distinctly remember last spring when the fuss really started kicking up. A few local-ish school districts were getting challenged about items in their collections. Tale as old as time. Wanting to make sure my school and district were prepared in case we should find ourselves in a similar position, I decided to read up on what our policy was. Boy, howdy. To the horror of my little librarian heart, it had not been reviewed or updated in 10 years. And mind you, my youngest students are 11-year-olds. I talked to my principal and my superintendent, and thankfully they were both incredibly supportive as I had what I refer to as my L. Woods moment. It was a whirlwind diving into the laws, policies, and procedures as I wrote our new policy in a matter of days so I could have it ready to propose at the next school board meeting. It was then reviewed by the board, actual lawyers, and not just someone who's seen Legally Blonde a few times looked it over, and I'm happy to share my school district now has a policy that makes it much harder for people to take books out of our school library's shelves. So then, imagine my glee when earlier this year, Illinois, my home sweet home, became the first state in the country to ban book bans. This state, home to the American Library Association, has taken crucial first steps in ensuring access to materials that represent a wide range of the American population and experience. That desire to spread knowledge is what attracted me to librarianship in the first place, and the freedoms that the position celebrates and entails are why so many women in America walked this path before me. In the 1800s with westward expansion, most women felt like they only had two options— become a wife and mother as soon as possible, or be a teacher or nurse for a while first. Librarianship out in the West, away from the reaches of tradition and the stuffy society they were born into, well, that was door number three. In this episode, I want to share the works of fiction that celebrate librarians, both how they once were and how we like to imagine ourselves in our heads. I'll be talking about The Giver of Stars by Jojo Moyes, But first up is Upright Women Wanted by Sarah Gailey. I'm pretty sure that every single trained librarian, secretly or not so secretly, thinks of themselves as a badass. It's almost hard not to when so many people get worked up about what we do, or what they think we do. In Sarah Gailey's 2020 novel, Upright Women Wanted, which was published by Tom Doherty Associates, Readers are put in a world that is both a vision of a future America that may not be so far off, and yet also harkens back to the Wild West, both in terms of setting and lifestyle. Esther is on the run for her life, a stowaway in the back of the librarian's wagon when it left her small town in the American Southwest. In her mind, she had no other choice. Her father just arranged her marriage to the man who was supposed to marry her best friend the best friend she was in love with, but who was publicly executed for her possession of resistance propaganda. But running away with the librarians doesn't automatically make Esther one of them, even though time proves that they have more in common than one may initially believe. This book is short, but it packs a powerful punch full of queer spies, attacks on horseback, and fighting fascism one delivery at a time. At 176 pages, how could you not read this? I'm not always one for rereading books, but I know I'll be coming back to this one in the future for sure. 
Jojo Moyes takes a real, often forgotten part of American history and crafts a realistic and captivating historical drama slash mystery in The Giver of Stars, published by Pamela Dorman Books in 2019. When Alice Wright marries the handsome American Bennett, she escapes her stifling life in England and hopes it will open new doors and opportunities. Unfortunately, small town and small-minded Kentucky quickly proves equally claustrophobic, and Bennett may be the worst offender of all. When a call goes out for a team of women to deliver books on horseback as part of Eleanor Roosevelt's new traveling library, Alice is enthusiastic to sign up. Here is the opportunity she was dreaming of, just maybe a little different than what she thought originally. What happens to these women becomes an unforgettable drama full of loyalty, justice, humanity, and passion. I tried to savor this book. I really did, but that just wasn't an option. I couldn't put it down. Inhaling this novel mostly in one day, I was completely captivated by this story inspired by the real-life pack librarians that existed as a WPA program during the 1930s and early 40s. These library ladies on horseback were completely identifiable to me, and not just because of our shared profession. They think outside the box. They stick to their beliefs. They want to do right by people. They care deeply for their patrons and for each other. I want to stay more, but at the same time, don't want to give away too much. So I'll just say, if you like historical fiction, you have to pick this one up. I pretty much haven't shut up about this book since I read it, and that was several years ago. It still lingers with me. So that's the story for now. I'm currently reading Vampires of El Norte by Isabel Cañas, and until next time, happy reading.